Growing your business doesn't have to be difficult. It's all about mastering a few key techniques, systems, and mindsets. Welcome to Foot Traffic, the podcast dedicated to helping you grow your local business. I'm your host, Stacey Tushel. I've been an entrepreneur for over 15 years, and I own multiple seven-figure businesses. Together, you and I are going to get you more customers in the door, more profit in your pocket, and more happiness in your home. Let's transform your business starting right now. Hey there, welcome back to another episode. I am excited because today I'm interviewing Brittany Crystal. So Brittany, I'll explain who she was in a minute, but or how I found her, but she is a LinkedIn expert. And I have I keep getting people to tell me, you gotta go on LinkedIn, you gotta go on LinkedIn. And I am thinking, are you kidding me? LinkedIn? Like, isn't that professional and corporate and nine to fivers? Why would I go there? And I decided, okay, I needed to look into this. I started checking out Brittany because I heard she was the go-to person. And I thought, why not take you on this journey and let me pick her brain and you gotta get to hear behind the scenes why you should be thinking about LinkedIn too. She's worked with people like Gary Vee, Marie Forleo. I'm telling you, this girl knows her stuff. Um, I'm just so excited for you to listen to what Brittany has to say. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode. I am so excited to welcome Brittany today. Brittany, thank you so much for being here. I'm super excited to chat with you. Thank you so much, Stacey. I've been looking forward to this conversation for a long time now. Yes. Yeah, we planned it a while ago. So I'll give a little backstory before I want to hear yours, but I was in Lewis Howe's Mastermind last year, and I was basically in a little hot seat talking, and Lewis said, you got to get on LinkedIn. And I'm like, LinkedIn? What? Like, my mind was blown. I couldn't even believe. And like, I don't even know where to go. I don't know who to find, what to do, what to do. And Jasmine Starr is sitting right next to me and she kind of slipped me a note like back in, back in middle school. <laughs> and she literally writes your name and says, you need to follow this girl. I'm like, oh, okay. So then all of a sudden our worlds kind of pass, um, cross paths with somebody else who introduced us. So I was yeah. like, this is a sign. Like the universe is throwing you in my face. I need to get her on here. Um, and I'm just so excited because I know nothing about LinkedIn and you clearly are the person to be asking. So thank you for being here. Well, thank you, Jasmine, too, and for all of the people that were connecting us. And to be honest, LinkedIn was thrown in my face, too. I just want to be completely clear with people. So my background is I'm a personal brand and growth expert. I'm an expert at working with high-level entrepreneurs and entrepreneurial-minded professionals who need to be able to build their personal brands quickly, efficiently, and effectively while they're also running a business. I've worked with, you know, you're you know, do the intro, but I've worked with names like Gary Vee and Marie Forleo, but my true passion is helping, helping people who don't have the means to necessarily build out like a huge scale team. Like I understand that whole thing. And for me, listen, I'm platform agnostic. I always say that I need to be able to build brand everywhere. Like just no questions. But within the last year and a half or so, LinkedIn has been changing and changing fast and people don't realize it. And when I started to realize it, I was literally building a course just on, on content creation and how to make it the most efficient way possible. I literally stopped what I was doing because of the results I was seeing on LinkedIn and the results that my clients were seeing at the time and all of this stuff to build a course specifically on LinkedIn because I was like, people need to know this. Yep. They need to know what's going on here. So I'm happy to answer any questions on what the hell's going on and why you need to be using it. Yeah. Thank you. So, and that's the thing is I couldn't really even 
think of a person that was teaching LinkedIn or could give us the background and not many people I know are actively talking about it. And then all of a sudden, I feel like it was kind of coming up more and more. And before we jumped on, I asked you, what kind of business can, can this work for? And I want to hear from you, who should be on it? Is there certain types of businesses, um, people that are serving specific niches? What are your thoughts on that? It is pretty much everybody. Like I can't even tell you. I know that classically when people think of LinkedIn, they think of corporate, they think of resumes and all of those things. It works for the entrepreneur. It works for the small business. It works for the blogger. It works for the influencer. It literally works for everyone. And we can get into the details of why, Okay. but I cannot think of a business that it doesn't work for. And it's one of my favorite things when people throw a business at me and I just have to tell them how to position it because people have this mindset already that LinkedIn is one specific thing because Mm -hmm. it has been around forever. It's older than Facebook. It's older than YouTube. But now that these changes are happening, it's like, no, 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 you want to use it right now. So how did you get into LinkedIn? Like what made you think to go there? Was it because you were already doing it with Gary Vee and Marie Forleo? Like what was the reason that you even attempted it? So I'm, so basically with Gary's content, here's the deal with Gary's content. Like he does, let's say a 30 minute keynote or whatever it is. I needed to be able to go in, watch that, pull what clips worked, write an article based on that, and then pull like 10 image quotes and optimize on every platform possible. So we were everywhere. So for LinkedIn, that was definitely the corporate crowd. It was where the article went. Maybe we'd post a link to something or a status post. But it was very... I mean, now it's getting more exciting. It was very clinical. It was very corporate in that way. And then as I was working with other clients after I left, basically it was covering covering my bases. Mm -hmm. And then what started to happen is, like I said, I need to pay attention everywhere. I noticed that even basically even content that was the length of a tweet was getting crazy reach, Mm. like crazy reach, crazy engagement. And then what ended up happening in 2017, and a lot of people don't even know this, they introduced native video. Basically what happened is LinkedIn got acquired by Microsoft in 2016 and they've started making changes. They've started focusing on content creation. And that is super important because the reason, just like Instagram and Facebook, you want people to stay on the platform so you can serve them ads and sell your paid products and tools. So they've been getting really serious about that. But in order for them to bring on more people, that requires quality content on the platform. And we'll also talk about this, but the amount of people actually creating content on this platform is very low out of the active users. First of all, there's over... 600 million people on this platform. Almost everyone has a LinkedIn. People are coming back now. So it's not like you're convincing people to join something completely new. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, it's just been a crazy, it's, it's like out of the active users, less than 1% of people make content. So no matter what business you're in, you can get your content seen. And it's also so great for, if I Google pretty much anybody who's not like really pushing themselves online, Mm -hmm. your LinkedIn, I don't care if it's from a decade ago when you worked at something that has nothing to do with what you do now, because of how strong the SEO is, that usually comes up in the first three search results, whether you want to or not. So if you're not even just, let's say, updating your profile, you're leaving just a stone unturned. You're, You're losing out on an opportunity to at least position yourself in the right way. Yeah. 
I love that. So SEO plays such a huge part in that. We've talked about Pinterest on the episodes before. Mm -hmm. So you guys have heard me say how important it is to get that SEO up. And like you said, I had a LinkedIn account from years ago and we just started going back in there and making it look a little nicer and making sure the profile makes sense and all of that. So um, interesting that you say that and I want to make sure my audience knows too, besides Lewis bringing this up, um, I had heard about three or four other experts in the last quarter or so bring up to be looking into LinkedIn. So this is definitely something I'm hearing more and more of, but just like I'm a little hesitant, I have a lot of people who are saying, really, LinkedIn? So I want to ask you a question about I always think my person is me, right? It's my, it's me from a little while ago. So then I think, well, if I'm not on LinkedIn, would my ideal person be there? What do you tell that person who's thinking that or their mindset is getting them stuck to trying to get back in there? Well, people are definitely coming back there. And here's the deal. It's, it's meeting someone like me who had the benefit of basically I was spending under an hour a week and I still spend under an hour a week on LinkedIn. I spend way less time than I spend on Instagram. Mm. You only need to be posting Posting, let's say you post three times a week because you have three thoughts on whatever it is you do during the course of the week. Yeah. Those just, just a little bit of effort goes such a long way there. And those people are there. Those decision makers are there. Like they're there. They're just not using it for that purpose. And then as soon as someone tells you that it's beneficial, you hop on there or you're right. Googling and then you end up there. And so the audience is there. And I get this a lot. I had uh, somebody who was asking me the other day about like, oh, I don't see any other bloggers on there. How do I know? Whatever. I was like, oh, that's great because you're spending all this time tagging, let's say Sephora or Nordstrom on Instagram. Why don't you connect directly with all of those decision makers who are literally up and down the chain from, you know, the marketing intern all the way up to, yeah. you know, the CEO. And you can be talking about your business in an intelligent way. It just makes so much sense to me. The fact that those people aren't there is amazing, especially because right now the algorithm is so friendly. It's Facebook and Instagram five, six years ago. Yeah. Everybody wishes, oh my gosh, I can't even, now I'm getting into it. It's like everybody wishes they were on those platforms at that time. Yes. This is it. I've never seen an incumbent platform make these changes. This is not some platform. Like I said, it's not, it was Snapchat was kind of like that where people yeah. are like trying to convince you to get on Snapchat. This is not going away. Like this is older than Facebook. This is older than I was gonna say, it's people better are making these changes. Ever. Live video just started there in beta. They are slower because they are a bigger company that is more itself internally corporate, but people are paying attention to it. And the more people are getting success on it and the more, you know, higher paying clients show up and all of these different things, yeah. the more people are like don't want to tell other people that it's really working. Yeah. And so it's been pretty crazy. Yeah, definitely. Well, and the more we talk about it and other experts are talking about it, people will start to kind of poke around and see what's going on and that will naturally start to grow the platform. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about that. What, what kind of content is LinkedIn looking for? Can you give us tips on that? Yeah, so LinkedIn is looking for, I mean, all of the things that would do well in terms of inspirational content and that sort of thing related to your business. I want to know what you do, who you are, why, just like any other platform, why I should follow you. Definitely the two, just the most important thing that everybody can do after they listen to this is make sure that their profile picture is recent okay. and the headline is super important. You get 120 characters of your headline and a lot of people, it's just, 
it auto-populates as the last job title you put in, mm-hmm. but you can use that as a way for people, your ideal client or you know, ideal consumer should be whatever they type in, like keyword search you've talked about with Pinterest, yep. that's what you should be highlighting there. It's okay. just such a, you mentioned you, were, uh, you work a lot with local businesses. What's so great about LinkedIn, aside from the SEO within Google, is their search engine is incredibly powerful. So I can search, you know, whatever, even like dance studio Milwaukee, and yeah. you'll come up. Like that's, that's how targeted it is. And you can capitalize on that. You can own a space. I know a lot of people out here in Orange County are doing that digital agency in Orange County, you know, sprinkling those keywords in. But definitely, like if I had to give just anybody advice right away, getting clear just like you would on an Instagram, getting clear on your headline, making sure people know right away, and the profile picture because that's how you're going to be engaging and that's what people are going to use to connect with you. And just as a benefit, talking about content. So this is what makes LinkedIn so special right now is that you do not need to create content in order to grow on LinkedIn. Mm. So it's incredible. And (laughs) so that is unlike any other platform. Yes, the content that does well is anything related. I like people to do things that are related to their business. Like a lot of people who are just getting started, you know, you read an article, you give your thoughts, that sort of thing. Obviously, just what it's like working with you. It's never the direct sell. It's always adding value to the audience. Always, yeah. But what's now, yeah. oh sorry you keep going if you've got something else. Oh, I was just going to say about the algorithm with the not having to create content engagement on LinkedIn counts as content for them. So if I'm liking and leaving smart comments or even just a like, or if I'm connected to you and you like someone else's content and that might be related to me, I will see somebody who I'm not connected to their content in my feed. So there's ways to be strategic about your engagement. I've gotten people coming to me based off of smart comments I've left. Mm. Like there's ways to go in so that way you don't need to be coming up with, you know, kind of the work that you'd have to do to be seen on Instagram. Right. Now, let's say we are already active on other platforms and we have a lot of content. Yep. What should we be doing with our old, already done, uh, finished products, finished content, I should say? I mean, I'm sure if you're active on any other platform, whether it be Facebook or Instagram, there are quotes or interesting little nuggets that you can pull out that are related to your business. And the thing that I like about LinkedIn, so a video on LinkedIn, a video that does well is really between even under 30 seconds to two minutes. There's a 10 minute max. So video's new there. We'll talk about that's a low barrier to entry. If you have five five tips related to whatever you do. That's pretty much five videos a week that you can post that 30 seconds. You can literally get everything done and batched in under 20 minutes based on maybe a caption you already wrote. Also text posts do pretty well there. So if you're not a video person and you'd rather be writing or you have a tweet that performed really well for whatever reason, Mm -hmm. you can try it out there, especially if it's related to what you do. And then I get people just to use it as an example, I know bloggers probably aren't your, your main target, but I like to talk about it because let's say, let's say you post a cute outfit and your caption is not necessarily related to the outfit. Let's say it's affiliate links or whatever it is. You come here, you post, if you even want to post the picture, you can even do that and then explain why you chose this outfit from a strategic perspective if you're trying to reach corporate brands. Like just be smart about your business, but you already have this content. You already know. So it's, 
I think you can really get a lot done in less than an hour a week. And okay. that content lasts longer than it does. It doesn't last as long as a Pinterest. Pinterest okay. really lasts long. Yeah. YouTube lasts super long. But this is the next okay. bump below. Yeah, yeah. Because we're used to Instagram, 24 hours, those stories are gone, right? Like there's so many things now that sometimes even if in a few hours, if you're not on that platform, you miss it. So this yeah. isn't something that's forever, but it's longer than the other platforms that so many Forward. of us are on. Okay, great. How often would you, in a perfect world, how many times a week do you feel like we should really go and post there? I'd say, I mean, knowing most people are busy doing all of the things, if you can, like I said, three thoughts a week, if you can okay. do it three times a week, and then my biggest thing, this platform rides on engagement. That's what it is. It is a quality over quantity platform. This is not about followers. I know people talk about vanity metrics. Yeah. I know people say that all the time and preach that. This is actually true. Okay. Like who you connect with and who you engage with will determine what shows up in your feeds. Will determine what shows up in their feeds. Will determine everything. So I would rather you spend like like post three times a week, whatever you feel good about, and that doesn't even need to take you an hour to produce those those things because raw and real does well. Then when, from there, spend 15, you know, 10 minutes engaging. You're going to waste time scrolling feeds anyway. Right, right. Then 10 to 20 minutes, just leaving smart comments and liking things or on customers or potential customers, you know, okay. LinkedIn's and that will do work for you. That will do more work than probably posting five times a week. Okay. So when you were like, wow, this is working, what were you doing? How many times were you posting when you started to see real results over here? Like three times a week. It happened okay. very quickly. And okay, I wasn't even doing anything, honestly, and this is me just being honest, I wasn't doing anything special because I was moving into more of the, I was kind of moving out of the more consulting in my business into more yeah. of a digital product model and, and figuring out a way to scale my time. So it was an interesting point in my business. I heard it was working. I saw it was working. I test everything out on myself. Yeah. That's something I do not recommend anything that I don't do myself, that I'm not working with people and doing. So for me, I needed to be making content consistently and I needed to be doing this. Like I said, I was spending way more time on an Instagram caption and the hashtags and the stories and the whole thing. And I'd come and LinkedIn was an afterthought for me. And then within this was, I started getting serious about it in fall of 2017 mm. within like in the holidays were happening within like two, two months even. I think I started posting the end of October, November. I had my first speaking gig related to LinkedIn wow. in January. Like wow. it was happening fast. And this, and I wasn't making, listen, I like to think my content's pretty good, <laughs> but I wasn't making like crazy epic content. You yeah. Know? Yeah. No, I get it. Okay. So that was, I'm so glad you brought up the speaking gig. So a lot of people are saying, I don't really want another platform unless I'm going to see real results. So how are we selling on this platform? Obviously, we're giving value. Is it the same as every other platform when we're trying to start a conversation? What does that look like? Definitely trying to start a conversation. Definitely. I love when people give a sense of what it is like to work with you. I think what happens, especially on you know, like the Instagram type platform is everybody's looking at what the other person's doing. Everybody's kind of assessing everybody else's businesses and then posting the same quotes and doing the same things. I think this is a real opportunity because the people here are primed and ready to hear about what you do. Like on Instagram, if you have a certain business, you're kind of like putting it out there, hoping that they care. These are people who 
want to be doing this. Like four or five members drive business decisions. It's the number one platform for lead generation. 44% make more than 75K a year. So these are people who are ready to spend money, ready to network. They're already in that headspace. So if you're there providing any kind of value and kind of giving a sense of your personality and the business's personality, people ask me a lot, and because you do work with people who have brick and mortar, whether they should use the personal brand versus a corporate mm-hmm. brand page. You should have a corporate brand page because you can, there's certain ads. Okay. We can talk about LinkedIn ads, but they're not as good for small businesses as uh, Facebook and Instagram. Okay. But the power comes from the personal brand. That's what I love about it. I've seen, you know, working with Gary, working with all of these people, your personal brand can grow a business. And so people want the person behind the business and they want your employees behind the business. I think something a lot of people don't do is give their employees the power to help be advocates for the business. Yeah. So just talk about the culture, just talk about whatever it is or like why your thing is great and not in a salesy way. Just, you know, just be talking to them. Yeah. Okay. I love that. Yeah. I, and I love, I love that you're saying too. let the team help as well. I think that can be a huge way to grow your business is by bringing them in and not just with your team, but also I could even see this platform being great to connect with other people locally as well. I know as an entrepreneur, it can be crazy lonely and to find people in your area who are like-minded that maybe you can be masterminding with or, or, you know, meeting up with every so often. What a great opportunity to do that too locally. Yeah, I've hundred percent like the platform has given me high paying, you know, high quality clients, not people who want free collabs, PR, podcast requests, speaking engagements, uh, brand. There are now influencers on LinkedIn. Real brands have approached me for things. I've met real life, really good friends. Yeah. Like all of those things are available and no joke. Haven't been posting more than three times a week, pretty much on any given week since I got started. Mm, I love that. Hasn't, and I haven't been doing an aggressive amount of lead gen or outreach, all on the free, all free organic right now. And that's why I still tell people it's super early. This is the time to like put it out there, not be precious about it. Most people's content is not up is not up to par with what we expect on other platforms. Like now is the time to like play around with it and and get your sea legs, and then as it grows you'll be way ahead of the game. Yeah. I have a friend who has a huge Instagram following and she says, everybody asks her, how do I grow my Instagram following? And she's like, I don't sell an Instagram course because the truth is they should have been on it five years ago when it was so easy. And she's like, I can't teach what I've done because you miss the timing. Not that you can't grow an Instagram. You just can't grow like you used to. And it sounds like this is the time she's saying, get on LinkedIn now before we, we're regretting or kicking ourselves a three, three, four years down the road. I mean, that's 100% the case. I, so when it comes to just growing across any platform, I have my LinkedIn laws course is called that because there are three laws when it comes to branding, but that would be the case for Instagram. That's the case all across the board. Mm-hmm. And that includes, I'll just give them to you yeah. clarity. And that's the internal clarity. That's you figuring out who you are, who you're speaking to your why external clarity being that that's actually communicated in your profile or via your content. Mm-hmm. Then there's consistent content. And then there's the community piece, which is the engagement piece. All of those things work like the course that I built shows you how to take those things and that pattern and then also includes the specific LinkedIn practices. Okay. However, that's what works on on Instagram. Just like you said with your friend, 
It is about the targeted engagement. It's knowing your audience. It's all of those things. But because it is more saturated, yeah, it's, it's way harder. And this, you know, people ask me about hashtags on LinkedIn. The hashtags on LinkedIn can be very broad right now. Like this is literally like five or six years ago. Now is the time you can just use entrepreneurship and that hashtag might, your content might just show up there. Right. Which is pretty incredible. So what are some big mistakes you see people making when they first jump on this platform? Like the do not do this moments. (laughs) Well, do not do this is always the hard sell too. Not just pushing to sell your product. The biggest things always come down to, well, posting content and then just expecting people to find it. You need to actually put in the effort and engage. But really the clarity piece, like I said, that profile, your picture and your, um, the summary is super helpful to give more context, but the headline are super important. And if people can't find you or they don't understand what the deal is with you, they're not going to want to connect and follow you. So it's that whole, like, what are we getting? We don't have time. We, no matter what, whether you're on LinkedIn or not, you're inundated with content. I want to know you're the person for me. Mm. And that doesn't, you know, sometimes that doesn't happen overnight. You know, your business evolves, you can tweak it. It's okay to tweak it. It's okay to start with something and then move it along. I think a lot of people get worried about, so many people come to me, they're worried about being pigeonholed. They're worried about niching down. It's like, no, you do need to pick a lane because people need to know what to come to you for. And once you've added value and once they care about you, then you can branch out. I've literally never met anyone who, started super broad and got to stay super broad. That's not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you have to pick that lane. And then if you want to transition, you can integrate. I get a lot of people who ask about the side hustle thing, but they have a day job. It's like, okay, well, depending on what your actual goals are, there's different strategies for that. Yeah. And so you can incorporate your side hustle and move it along. Some bosses don't, don't care at all. Some people, like you said, maybe their people aren't even on LinkedIn in that area so they can go all in on their side hustle and just brand themselves that way. But it's just getting really clear and paying attention to your audience. What are you getting a response from? And then engaging with the people who you'd actually want to be talking to and studying them. We have so much time and resource at our fingertips. I'm like, you know what these people want. They're posting content or whatever. You can figure out how to add value to them. Like just make introductions to people. I think people forget to be human because yes. it's a social platform. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, you can, you can just reach out and offer something yeah. or start a conversation. Yeah. No, I love this. So let's talk, you said live video is coming. It's not here yet. Is that what you it's, said? It's here for some people. That's okay. in beta. beta. Okay. And have you gotten to experience this, see it or do one or what have you noticed with live video so far here? How is it different than Facebook, Instagram, all those other places? So I haven't gotten to use it yet myself. I have watched a few lives. Okay. I'm interested because I'm paying attention as to what the natural behavior is there. I don't know. It's similar to like a Facebook and Instagram. I don't think, like I said, everything is new here. Yeah. So it's not being used necessarily at the top of its game. And they're still figuring it out. Like for me, LinkedIn groups is such an obvious win but LinkedIn only recently allowed it uh, change groups so that you can actually reply to comments. Let's say I post in a group and then there's a comment in to my thing. I couldn't go in and reply to that comment. Like just the functionality itself. It's like we're working with a platform that is old, but it has a lot of power. Yeah. But if I were LinkedIn, I'd be like, just take on Facebook. 
like Facebook, everybody's putting their business groups in Facebook. Why wouldn't you just own that and optimize and make it better? Yeah. So this is where the functionality and things, I don't know if people are watching mostly either from work or from a different location. I know people are watching a lot. The mobile usage is pretty high, but like on video, that's why 30 seconds works because people don't really have time and they're scrolling and you can use captions. So it's, it's very new. People are paying attention because there's so few people who actually have the capability to go live. Mm-hmm. So they're getting pretty good engagement. But like, again, like as soon as you get the ability to go live or because you can use native video on the platform, if you're scared of video, I encourage you to try it out on LinkedIn because mm-hmm. the content is just not, the people who are professionals at live on Facebook are not doing live on LinkedIn right, right. now. Oh, absolutely not. Right. I think, and that's, it's hard when you're brand new and you haven't done video before and you want to jump in and now you feel like people have, they know what they're doing. It's been years since we've been live streaming. So it's a really great platform, I think, to try it. So I think that's right. Now, um, talking about live video and then you brought up how engagement, smart comments, things like that. I'm going to ask a very dumb question, but I know my listeners are thinking the same thing. Where, how are we finding, how are we searching for ideal person on LinkedIn? What does that look like? Where do I find these people? Well, mostly through, I mean, you probably at this point, if you've done like any kind of avatar work or, or, you know, the type of people they'd be following, there are like in quotes, they're called like LinkedIn influencers. Like let's say Richard Branson or Gary or whatever it is, the search capabilities are good. So you can type in like entrepreneur just even look at, um, I don't even know if it would be like business owner in okay. whatever, Orange County. Yeah. It's basically going through, you also have connections. Here's the deal. Most people have been connected to other people and it's kind of refining those connections. What are you, see- I always ask people, what are you seeing in feed? And then based on that, if those aren't the right people, where would the right people be? What publications would they be following? What hashtags would they be using? And kind of whittling it down from there. Okay. So we're searching. You're searching, but for the most part, most people have content already coming in their feed based on those connections. Okay. That it gets started. I would start with the people you already, they're going to keep asking you and I don't connect with everybody because of that, but they're going to keep pushing everybody that you actually know. And so picking and choosing who you know in which areas. Okay. Got it. Makes sense. Um, anything else that I'm missing? Any other things people usually come on and need help with or struggle with in this area? I think the clarity piece, the consistent content piece, definitely overthinking content. You don't need to overthink content, even if it's just sharing and starting out. And I would just do more. I would do more listening than I do outputting. And like you said, where it's like, what are people responding to? What are people looking at? What are the people that you know that you're connected to? What are they engaging with? What's interesting to them? You have so much at your fingertips. You can see who people are connected to once you've connected with them. What profiles are these people like? What are they interested in? It's just another way to really learn your, your consumer. Yeah. Well, and when I go on a brand new platform, like something like LinkedIn, I'm going to go study what other people are doing. I'm going to check out, okay, here are some people that I would follow. What are these engaging posts? How are they doing it? I think it's just a really great way to observe and see what's going on, see what you resonate with and what interests you, especially if your person is very similar to what you're doing too. Oh yeah. And you can always use, I think people on the platform are super helpful. So if you actually post something like I'm trying to learn more about LinkedIn video, who's killing it on this platform. I want to learn more about this space or if there's somebody in this local market, who do you know? 
and then people will engage, especially if you're engaging with their stuff too, yeah. just in general. Yeah. Like it's just a really great research opportunity. And I think people don't take the time to do that because they're so busy waiting to talk. Yeah, for sure. No, I, I love this. Thank you so much for coming on here today and just kind of giving us the gist of it. If people wanted to check out your course, The LinkedIn Laws, where can they find that? So the LinkedInLaws.com, but then everything is on BrittanyCrystal.com. I have a free LinkedIn profile checklist you can ch check out. I'm working on a five-day challenge because it literally will only take five days. I'm like, it's okay. one, one work week, you know, 30 minutes a day or less yeah. to actually just get started and then have it start working for you because people will be able to find you and search you. So that way, as you're figuring out who's coming in or who you want to reach out to, you're also attracting people. And that's a good reason and a good way to know if you need to tweak something because mm -hmm. you'll see the type of person coming to you. It's yeah. like, if that's not the right person, let's go change the headline. Let's go play around with this. Yeah. So BrittanyCrystal.com. Perfect. And tell me when that challenge is happening, I will <laughs> shout it out to everybody because I know they're going to go. We need, that's a, such a great idea. What a great way to get people excited and just get started by having a challenge. Um, I think that's going to be huge for you for sure. Well, thank you so much. I'll let you know as soon as it's done. I've been working yes. on it this week. <laughs> All right, cool. Tell me. And um, you guys, I'll put everything in the show notes. I'll make sure we link to Brittany's LinkedIn profile, everything so you guys can go check her out there, connect with her there. Um, and fill us in. Let us know what you liked about this podcast. Um, and yeah, Brittany, thank you again for being on here. I'm so excited to be able to share more about LinkedIn with my audience. Thank you so much. And that's it for another episode of Foot Traffic. But don't worry, if you're craving more business building guidance, I've got two places to send you. First, be sure to join our free Facebook group at foottraffic.club. You'll get support from other small business owners like you, plus exclusive content from me. And if you're looking for more actionable advice and step-by-step -step resources for getting more people in the door, head over to foottrafficpodcast.com. It's time we take your business to the next level.